and welcome to our first um, In Her Purpose live show. We are living on Kumu and also Facebook. So thank you for everyone who's tuned in. Today we have a very special guest with, of course, the co-founder and the founders and the authors of In Her Purpose. So without further ado, let me welcome the beautiful ladies, Jen Redondo Marquez and Rose Buado. Hello. Hi. How are you? Hi. How are you? I'm doing great. I always look forward to our Saturday's um, gathering where we inspire everyone and, of course, talk about your amazing book that you guys came out with. Maybe you guys can share a little bit about that first before we uh, welcome your special guest. Yes. Um, so, in her purpose is a book about 40 Asian women redefining success on their own terms. We actually launched it during COVID or during quarantine time in July, and it's been doing so well. Um, we've, we're, we're able to connect with so many beautiful women who are inspiring to be successful entrepreneurs um, or level up in their career. And um, not only that, but we're able to, or we have been building a beautiful community, um, just supporting other Filipino and Asian women um, across the world. So we're really excited about it. You're on mute, my face. <laughs> and Jen, yes, um, now we have, you know, Jen, can you share a little bit on, on why? Why did we, um, or why did you and Rose uh, want to launch now or even have your book in 2020? So Rose actually wanted to put it off and wait a year. And I pretty much pushed her and said, no, it's, it's time. Like we, we have to do it now. And it really, it really spun off of like my need to find a mentor so selfishly because I was in a, in a place where I was looking for somebody um, to mentor me and kind of like put me in a good place like for whatever my next step was going to be. Um, I, I, I pushed her because I was already in the, in the momentum and flow where I had reached out to Rose and she connected me with Sheila Marcello who founded care.com. And because I was so excited about that, I was wanting more. And unfortunately, when Rose and I went to go search for all these women that Rose was meeting um, on the road when she was touring with the Philharmonic, uh, we found nothing. And it was almost embarrassing that Rose found that book about how to date or marry an Asian woman. Yeah. So she was really bothered by it and she wanted to... <laughs> to fix that problem. And so mm -hmm. I said, well, don't wait, let's just do it now. So yeah, here we are 18 months later plus. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I know it is available obviously in the bookstores, in the bookshelves in the States, but it's also yeah. available online. So maybe you can share and invite everyone. And thank you everyone who's tuned in in Kumu. Hello guys, um, Heavy Rotation says, hi Jen, Rose, Mafe. Uh, Hello, Rhea. Hi, Hello, Rhea. So, guys, you know, ladies, you maybe we want to say hi to the people in Kumu because there's so many um, eyes right now wanting to know what's going on with you guys, and of course, a special guest today. So, yes, it is available on Amazon, right? Yes, it's on Amazon. It's on Barnes and Noble. 
And then there's a website called bookshop.org, I believe is the website. And then it allows you to search for local bookshops in your, in your area around the world, around the country. And so if you want to support a smaller business, um, see who has us. And we are trying to figure out how to get into the Philippines, so stay tuned. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, yes. you will be here soon. <laughs> so, yeah. of course, um, you guys have invited one of the amazing women who is part of your book. So, guys, uh, you know, listen in, tune in, ask questions, you know, because these women are very uh, empowered and inspiring. So they have so much to share. So, of course, without further ado, I will allow Jen and Rose to introduce our lovely guest today. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to figure this out. Our guest today is someone very special to us. It is um, my pleasure to introduce you all to Roslyn Alba Cobarubias. She is currently the global head of um, music at ABS-CBN for both ABS-CBN and Mix. So, yeah, we can't wait for all of you guys to meet her. So let's welcome our beautiful guest, Rosalyn. Um, welcome, welcome to In Her Purpose Show and congratulations for being part of this amazing book that Jen and Rose have um, created and you know, just put spotlights on women that need to be heard and learned from and inspired. So how are you? I'm good. It's an honor to be here with three beautiful Panais, Miss Wilson, <laughs> two Amazon bestsellers, boss ladies. And um, you know, it's been a journey and I'm I'm so excited to say that I was a part of this with all of these amazing women. And uh, you know, I thank you, Rose and Jen. For continuing the process and inspiring, you know, Hella Rea, she she's on here right now. She's a college student, and she said, um, you know, you guys releasing the book during the pandemic really kept her to be inspired during her wow. this time, and that really testament to so many women that I've heard with as well. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yes, and thank you guys for the gifts. You know, these ladies deserve a lot of gifts from you guys. Let's <laughs> give them some diamonds. Let's give them a welcome. Um, I'm sure the ladies are also wanting the delicacies. Let's Sean, halo, halo. And we appreciate Yukumu for allowing us to have a platform where we can share inspiring stories like Rosalind's. And I'm sure, um, you know, Jen and Rose would like to also share how did you um, come across Ross, and how did you ask her to be part of the book? So the crazy thing is Ross and I actually grew up in neighboring towns. Ross grew up in Walnut. I grew up in West Covina. And we never met each other until we were adults. Like, I have friends that I grew up with and even a guy that I dated that went to her high school. And I still <laughs> never met her. <laughs> and after... After high school, we both went to Mount Sac, and I still never met her. I'm pretty sure when Rose and I were up in the club in L.A., we were at the same parties that Roz was at, but we still never met her. And so it's pretty crazy that I didn't meet her until, like, very recently because my husband, Romeo, and Roz worked together. And so when when I finally met her, I was like, dude, I know this 
I know her. I've been hearing about her from, from our mutual friend, Erwin, about like how I have to meet her. And it finally happened when um, Romeo and Roz ended up working together. And I'm sure Rose's story is completely different than mine, but it's just crazy that we, we grew up really close to each other and it took like 30 plus years to meet, so. Mm -hmm. I always say like, it wasn't our time to meet back then. I probably <laughs> didn't have the right mindset. I probably, yeah, it was not the right time. But I did hear about who Rosalind was. There was a lot of people who were like, oh my gosh, you guys are so similar. You guys don't know each other. And then, um, but yeah, I just always thought that this was the right time to meet her. You know, she's so amazing and I'm so glad that even, it's okay that we didn't meet back then, but it's amazing <laughs> that we meet now. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time to know her. You're amazing, Rosalind. Everything you're doing. <laughs> well, you guys are, I mean, this is a love fest, but, you know, Jam is a part of this super hot girl crew that was like, <laughs> <laughs> that everyone wanted to be, and you're kind of scared of them because they were like those girls, you know? And then Rose, you know, always been a part of the crew producing concerts, producing events, and just like, you know, a lot of mutual friends, Myron Martin, you know, a lot of people. Yeah. So it's funny, again, like you, especially in the Panay world, there's so many great Panay's and you just, we, you know, we, 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 we link together uh, whenever the time is right. But of course, we've always heard of, of, of all of the work that you guys have been doing. So this is exciting. It's, it's funny yeah. to be on this side, because I'm, you know, to be on this side of the cool guest side. <laughs> my first time as a guest. So it, it, this is the, the best show to be a part of. So congrats. Yeah. Awesome yeah. to be here. We're, we're glad you said yes to come on and share <laughs> more of your story because of course they can read your story by, um, you know, having in her purpose. Uh, and I do encourage you guys to to get your copy because, you know, it's it's a, apart from Ross's story, Jen and Rose, their stories are there too. And it's just so amazing. Just like um, you know, uh, what Ross mentioned earlier, it does help a lot of women or even a lot of men um, or the youth uh, listening or hearing stories like yours, you know, how you um, push through, you hustle, you grind, you, um, you know, just keep going. And I know we're gonna, we will share it here, but we keep it PG, um, Ross's motto, GSD. <laughs> things done and of course for all the adults out there you know what that means and um someone that is i think aligned to all of us is tuned in we have to give him a shout out lumpia chef we love you alex Rotato. and it is true that we know you oh. so it's so amazing and that's to me honestly ross i've been admiring you from a distance and i've seen you of course, through uh, Jed and Rose's book, and I've been seeing you also with uh, Alex and all his, you know, events and things like that. And I'm so happy and and so blessed to meet you here. Um, of course, you know the platform that Jed and Rose created is just so amazing. So maybe we can, you know, let everybody get to know you a little bit more. I know Jen and Rose prepared some questions so that we can put the spotlight on you. I mean, it's your turn. So yes. Jen and Rose, go ahead. Where can we start? <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, so, okay. So, Roslyn, you were our second lady to interview, interview during uh, the time of being the book. Um, and you actually put a lot of inspiration, a lot of um, motive into the rest of meeting with the other girls. 
So I just wanted to let you know that um, you were amazing to me and um, just everything that you did. Your title of the book is Be a Connector. And that is totally what you do. You connect other people. You've helped us get a lot of the girls in this book. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, Rosalind, tell us how you got to where you are right now. Um, how I got to where I'm right now? You mean like belly bloating right. from sushi in my house? <laughs> Uh, in, in the pandemic, um, no, where, where I got to, that's exactly how is really being connected. You know, I didn't realize I was second. So that means my cousin Joanna was first, right? Yeah, she was first. Yeah. And then but we found her because of you. <laughs> huh? And then uh -huh. you guys are cousins, right? Um, yeah. So it's, it's insane. I, you know, I think what really, you know, Alex is on here, so he knows um, we all kind of did music, but not professionally. So, you know, I was the elementary school, high school, college radio DJ, super underground, dressed like a boy, jinko jeans, you know, super oversized, <laughs> didn't know I was a girl. Um, and that's really what it, what it kickstarted it. You know, I really love music. It's all that I wanted to be in and do. But, you know, my, you know, our parents, you know, my mom's from Philippines. She moved here at 22, had seven brothers and sisters. So um, I really wanted to... Um, do what she wanted me to do, which was which was law. So I, I, I studied at UC for a year, and then I I um I I loved it, but I I hated it at the same time. So it wasn't until that I took an audition to be a VJ on a music channel because that was always my dream. Um, that it inspired me. Um, you know, I made it to the top ten, but I didn't get the role because they said I was too short to ever be on TV and I should try radio, um, and that brought me to. Um, to look for a radio station. I'm like, okay, I'll try radio, but where can I do try radio? And then in my city of Walnut, I found KSAC or Mount SAC and Antonio College Radio. And they told me that in order to uh, have a radio show, you had to take radio broadcasting classes. So I enrolled in radio broadcasting 101 during the summer break from UCI. And I loved it. I was like, this is college. You can actually enjoy what you want to do, you know? And then. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I got the radio show and started interviewing underground hip hop artists. I grew up to like a tribe called Quest, De La Soul, The Far Side, and stuff. And so that's really what kickstarted it, you know. And eventually, I went to Cal State Fullerton, Titans Rose, um, and brought the radio show there. And it was always about connecting. It was always about connecting the dots and introducing two people in this industry, especially in music. It's very hard because people want to hold their relationships. They don't want to help one another and they're very interesting of one another, right? Mm -hmm. So that's where I would always step in as I would help somebody and then not really ask for anything, but if somebody else needed something, ask for something for that person. And that just became a, a train of effects and to eventually led me to my various jobs, my various companies, and then um, you know doing what I love today. And I've always wanted to just get paid to do what I love. And I think, just that process and and always thinking of other people first. And then as soon as I meet three people that they should meet, it really um, exponentially uh, grew that experience from an underground hip hop show to, you know, being able to tour internationally with many artists. Wow, amazing. Wait, can I just butt in real quick? Cause Alex <laughs> says here, Roz and I booked the far side back in 2004. He said, little did you know that you were all you all spent New Year's together in SF 2004. What? Yeah, and check this out. I don't remember this, Ross. 
This was our photo. Do you remember this? This is me and Nick there at that New Year's. So Alex, wow. I just had to find it as I stepped out of it. I was like, oh, we were all connected and we didn't even know it. It's a lot. And you don't even know. Crazy. How amazing. Thanks, Alex, for reminding us. And 2004 is the year that we launched. Goosebumps. Law attraction. 2004 is the year that we launched myspace.com as well. And then we launched the Apple song with the Black Eyed Peas. So that was like a crazy year, you know, that I always remember. 2004. How fun. Wow. <laughs> but amazing. Yeah, so, Roz, tell us about how you ended up at Facebook and, mm. and what happened after that. Sure. So it was actually myspace.com, um, you mean? MySpace, sorry. <laughs> it was before Facebook and Twitter and Instagram was created. Oh, and MySpace. Uh, well, I actually, uh, I was producing concerts like The Far Side with Alex in, in, the, in the Bay. And uh, I was the director of marketing of this organization called the National Association of Record Industry Professionals. So we would put together workshops, panels, and conferences for people in the music industry. So record labels, executives, artists, and then startup music companies. And so one of the founders of MySpace.com, Crystal Wolf, attended one of those events. And he's like, how do we connect to all these music industry folks? How did you get them all in the room? And we're launching this, this site called MySpace.com, but we want to make it specifically for artists. And so he, we set up a meeting and then I gave him my five different strategies, go-to-market strategies of how they could reach artists using the MySpace platform. And number one was throw a MySpace.com party with with an artist and that happened to be the Black Eyed Peas for the launch of the Apple Song music video that we produced with uh, Patricio Janelsa, which was the first like Tagalog English mainstream song um, that Apple wrote. Um, and then I wound up I wound up leaving my company and then, and then working for, for MySpace for close to 10 years. So I thought I was gonna be there for a year. It's the dot-com times, right? <laughs> so you're like, this is cool. Like, I think I, you know, it, it was just like, a, it was just a fun job. And my job, it was really in the beginning was like, how do I get everyone and anyone who I know to be on MySpace? So that's why the early days, I don't know if you remember, because we all went from Friendster to MySpace. Yeah. So you go on there, you're like, why is there so many Filipinos on here? <laughs> um, but it was really because of that, because we would call friends and then, you know, you would see the far side on the homepage and you would see like a Tribe Called Quest. But it was really just me calling those people on the radio show to be on it. Um, until eventually it started taking off and then becoming the number one website in the world, which was insane. Um, it just happened really fast within a couple of two or three years. But that's how I first got there. It was really um, a chance meeting uh, with with one of the owners. So you never know who you meet at these events and you never know when these startups take off. You know, a lot of those times, like, you know, the founder of SoundCloud and Spotify and all these people, I would, I, you know, now it's like insane to see what they've done, but to see them early on and what they wanted to create. Especially, you know, Jenny being in, in Silicon Valley, you see that all the time about how these you yeah. know, these companies take off. So it, it, was, it was really a surprise, but a, a definitely a blessing. But, 10 years. What did you do after that? Um, so after that, um, I had gotten a couple of offers. So as you know, MySpace started to decline because Facebook came in. So that's when Facebook launched. And it was most, they weren't really fearful of it. They're like, no, that's for college students. 
But I was like, no, mm. I think we have to worry about things. <laughs> the interface was better. You know, when you come number two with any tech company, it's always easier because you figure it out what company one did wrong. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. yeah. So the clean interface came, there was no spam. You know, it was a beautiful site. And then they started opening up to non-college students. And now like for MySpace, it was really, if people didn't know what it was and, and you had to be a kind of person for it. Like I remember they thought it was like a dating site. So my friends really mm -hmm. didn't want it. They're like, oh, like you had to be a MySpace <laughs> kind of person, right? But then when Facebook came, social networking became normal. So like now my sisters, my mom, everybody is on Facebook. So it became the norm. And at that time, I was getting a couple job offers from, you know, big music companies that were launching at the time. Um, but I thought, you know, if I go to these companies, um, I would work there. They would utilize my relationships to build a platform. They would probably mm -hmm. sell it. And then I now transferred all of these artists to this other tech platform that I wasn't highly invested in or didn't have equity a part of. So I decided um, then to start my own company, which was more of a marketing company, uh, helping startups, helping book talent for TV shows, et cetera. And then that's when we launched my Divio. So my Divio was a, a discovery uh, video resume platform. Um, and we wound up getting funding. We raised uh, $4 million to help launch that. And then within two years, we, we, we sold it. Um, and that was really the goal is to be able to know that we could create something on our own rather than mm -hmm. um, just totally rely on other people creating something and then being a part of it, being an employee, and then not really seeing the benefits of, of that as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that story. It, it's amazing that, that you were able to do that at such an early time and one tech was coming out. So I have two questions for you. The first one was, do you remember your MySpace song? in your profile. <laughs> you remember how people used to have that? Right? Of course. <laughs> a tribe called Quest Pick the Rhyme. And you know, it was my whole MySpace forever. Even when Cassie, me and you came out, I was so like tempted to change it because that was everybody's song. But until this day, my my MySpace my, my space profile song is Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then so during that time of transition, when did you decide to open a Facebook account? Oh. <laughs> So we started creating it in the middle. So all of us had Facebook accounts. MySpace had a Facebook account. And okay. MySpace had a Twitter account. And it was funny because I remember they, we would get all the comments like, why does MySpace have a Facebook? You know, But we wanted to be everywhere promoting ourselves. I remember when Twitter launched, I was actually on the phone with Diddy and Tom of MySpace and trying to tell Diddy not to use Twitter anymore <laughs> because we wanted to keep him on MySpace. But, you know, all these all this technology is evolving and coming, and you can't. Diddy said, I, "You can't take me off of the hottest thing right now." You know, so yeah. um, we all evolved. You know, and then I think Instagram launched, and we all had Instagram on there. So for sure, uh, that's when I started to see it as like what it was. It was really just a technology. You know, it was a tool. And if you watch the social dilemma now and see kind of the back end of what everybody's doing at these companies, uh, it, it, it's pretty crazy. Um, but yeah, it's like we for sure. And I, I use it now. I just shared this stream on Facebook, but mostly so my mom and my family members could find it and, and see these <laughs> these amazing authors because my mom has a book now. But you know, um, yeah, we all had Facebook and until this day. But you know, I see a resurgence. Insurgents in, in the MySpace conversation. The new iOS launched on the Apple phone. 
which is kind of like what my face was because you can customize it, you know, mm-hmm. it's still a nostalgic time, you know, especially, yeah. especially now. A lot of those artists, I call them alumni, like a Drake or Justin Bieber or uh, Lady Gaga, Katy Perry. A lot of these artists now, they still through it and, you know, they, 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 they launched their career. Out on that yeah. I, I love it because you can actually see the growth of where all of these artists come from and same thing with technology yeah. and from us personally because I mean I was on Facebook I got on uh, I mean I was on MySpace and you got on Facebook it's, it's a fun time for sure <laughs> and we're now we're on Kumu and we're on StreamYard and know, right? <laughs> <laughs> to say thank you to all the Kumu um, community who's tuned in um, there's a lot of comments there um, where this is I wanted to share with you guys someone shared something about you know you're young when <laughs> right you were born when myspace started lol have rotation <laughs> when your parents um, met on no. myspace <laughs> so you know when you're hella young when you just found out what myspace's purpose was this year <laughs> yeah, so, it's crazy because we, we specifically launched it with the purpose for helping artists get their music out faster and you know reaching their community and before you had to get signed to a label and then release music but now you know it's weird cuz every platform has SoundCloud you know you can upload music YouTube but a lot mm-hmm. of those platforms were created because of you know what MySpace started so you even YouTube we didn't have a music video player so this new app or plugin called YouTube was created we didn't really take it seriously, but everybody was embedding their YouTubes on their MySpaces, and that's really how it started. Yeah. And so now yeah, YouTube is what it is. Um, but somebody said Kumu is next, and yeah, who would have thought a live stream platform with over a million active users throughout the world of Filipinos would launch in 2020? And it's you know here we are. So it's that's pretty awesome. So awesome. And we have to thank James, of course, for supporting us. Um, uh, you know, he did boost this this interview, which we appreciate oh. because he's all about supporting, inspiring, and positive content. And here, guys, if you just tuned in, we have, you know, the beautiful Ross and, of course, the co-founders and authors of In Her Purpose. So grab your copy now, guys, because these ladies have amazing stories that need to be part of your life so that you can be the best or better version of yourselves. Do you, do you ladies agree with me? Agree, yes. <laughs> 100%. So what, are you, what have you been busy lately, Ross? So lately, uh, we just relaunched a platform called Mix. So Mix is a, it's a multi-platform culture platform, I like to call it. So it's a TV network. We're in 20 million homes via DirecTV, Comcast, Spectrum, et cetera. And then we're a radio station. So we're on Dash Radio, the number one um, radio app that is available on smart TVs, connected cars, um, as well as the mobile app. And we have about 2 million monthly listeners. And then we produce live events. So concerts, they're digital right now because uh, we can't have them in person. But it's really a 360 platform um, mm-hmm. for our stories, our music, uniquely Filipino. So we really, uh, Marlino's on here, so I gotta say it because he's a creative heavy rotation. But the analogy is like we're the Filipino version of BET. So you can find our <laughs> our music, our movies, um, and, and specifically it's for this generation 
this millennial Gen Z generation um, to, to, to consume it. But for the rest of the world, you don't have to be Filipino to watch it. But you right. can now learn that Bruno Mars, Sweetie, Her, Joe Coy, like all of this amazing talent, you know, even in the mainstream or just emerging, you can find them on our platform. So we've been building that. Um, and, you know, we're going to officially relaunch in October and November. Uh, and then, of course, Jen's uh, has been, Romeo has been working on the Community Collective Festival, which is all about inspiring and empowering the youth. And that's the community for for, for Mix as well. So we're working in hand in hand in, in launching those. Um, and before quarantine, I was, we were really traveling with the artists and internationalizing um, some Filipino talent throughout the world, like Inigo Pascual or Kiana V. Um, oh, look at that. <laughs> uh, that was in Hawaii, <laughs> obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been exciting. You know, Joe, Inigo's been on Joe Coy's Netflix special. Kiana released an, uh, a song on 88 Rising's Paradise Rising EP, just hit a million. Um, so it's been an exciting time. It's It's just... It's an exciting time to be Filipino, you know, <laughs> like, and proud, you know, like I think growing up, um, we didn't have inner purpose, you know, we didn't have a book like that where we could see ourselves and hear our stories and be motivated. So a lot of the times we grew up submissive or passive and hiding our culture because we felt like we had to assimilate, but now it's like, it's on, you know, like we, we could eat lumpia and like we could, be ourselves and you know just be proud to be Panay and, and chant Island Women Rise with Ruby Ibarra. Like it's it's a good time. So amazing, yeah. you know. Um really appreciate how you support creatives because I think that is needed. I mean a lot of the creatives just want to do their craft, but at the same time sometimes they don't understand or do not have that alignment on the business side or where they should be placed and you are just nonstop creating platforms for them and you know that's amazing to me that's very inspiring because i feel as though you know as a filipina we are expected to be great singers right <laughs> some of us just do not have that talent mm -hmm. i mean no. my mom sings now my daughter sings it skipped me but then i feel as though you know our alignment here our talent is our voice and with the platform in her purpose and just even having the show allows us to put spotlights on certain people that we feel inspires us and i am just happy to be part of this group right here because wow these ladies are game changers you know gsd that that's what they all do especially ross just hearing your story like wow amazing um I was a big, um, I guess, you know, my husband is, is a, a huge nerd and he doesn't, I, I hope you're, you don't mind me saying that, but he was always about the technology. He was always about, open your account, open your account on this platform. Open your, and so he was the one guiding me through MySpace and just knowing I am now meeting one of like the founders or, you know, the game changers that started that. Wow, Ross, amazing. And I'm, you know, maybe a little starstruck right now, but I'm so glad that you are on this virtual platform. <laughs> you have a different kind of voice, and it's a beautiful voice that you can with the world, including that accent. I'm like, whoa, this is so crazy. <laughs> right? But I, I'm trying to um, make sure everybody understands me. But yes, I'm so glad. And, you know, Jen and Rose, congratulations for creating. Um, in her purpose, and I know there's many, many more 
events upcoming, guys. So do follow In Her Purpose social media platforms. Um, Jen and Rose, maybe you can share with them where else they can find updates. And again, where can we find the book? Um, everywhere. Our handle is at In Her Purpose. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram. And then our website, InHerPurpose.com. As far as the book, it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, and on bookshop.org. It's such a good name. I can't believe nobody has had it. It's just a genius <laughs> name. And, and like, I know, right? The handle, it was like destined to happen. I remember when you guys came up with it. Like, oh, that's like, because you didn't have a name for the book yet when we talked. And it came yeah. out. I mean, you want to talk about that, Rose? How did the name Inner Purpose come to you guys? Yes. Please. Good question. So we actually didn't come up with the title until we were close to done with interviewing a lot of, or most of the girls. Um, we, I think we were at the mall, right, Jen? We were taking star shots. <laughs> what was it? Because in star shots. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. So we were at the mall, and but we just kept brainstorming different names and different, um, different. Uh, titles and we finally came up with in her purpose I'm not quite sure like exactly when was the point but I know that we were at the mall with the family just taking a walk and then we're like okay that, that's, that's the one we told Romeo and Romeo was like okay, yeah he was, he was good with me. and then we went and we got ice cream Amazing. <laughs> it was a long 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 list yes like, it was no, a long no, long no 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 and then we, yeah. of course, had to go and check to see if someone had it. And we're like, hey, somebody has it. Yeah. And then when we would look, and then there was, like, one follower. So it was irritating because we're like, oh, can't have that, can't have that, can't have that. Yeah. So let me tell you guys this story really quick. Um, we yeah. went in, as soon as we decided, okay, it's going to be called In Her Purpose, I went in to buy the .com, and it was not available. It was oh, what yeah. was available, what was available was inherpurpose.co. So I was like, I can't believe it's not available. Um, yeah. But we bought it anyways, and we're like, we'll just go with .co or .co and then do that. So for the whole year and a half, interviewing people, and then finally coming up with the entire title, and about close to us, when, when we were about to launch, I went back onto the website to see if it was available, just like out of a whim, and all of a sudden it was available. And it was on sale. In her yeah, purpose. it wasn't. Um, it wasn't like two thousand dollars or whatever they do. And yeah, it was not. Oh my gosh! I mean, that's law of attraction right there. Because yeah, because I get us too. Our our website is mix.global because mix was taken. And a funny story: our company was called Divio for Discover Video, but okay. Divio.com was taken. So wow. one of the people that was at my place for a long time with me was one of the people that, you know, helped launch this company and, you know, helped raise the, the money. Um, and then I just joked, I said, let's call it my Divio. And then he's like, there oh. it is. And then that's the only reason why my is in front is because the Divio.com was taken. So we needed to make it where we could have the, have the name. Oh. So it's so funny how websites happen. Yeah, yeah. I always thought it was because you all came from MySpace, and then so yeah. on you. Mm. Yeah. And now they think it's all connected. They think that Mix is my ex. I'm like, no, it's not Mix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. 
So when you do this rebranding in a couple, it was next month, right? Yes. Your rebrand? Is it still going to be Mix, M-Y-X, or are you going to change it? Yeah, it's more of a relaunch. So we're our sister network, Mix in the Philippines. You know, you know this. It's the number one music network. It's like the MTV of the Philippines. So that's still our sister. Um, it's just just letting people know that it that it's pronounced Mix, um, and and, and not <laughs> my ex. And so it's called my ex. No, it's like it has a historic um, you know legacy in, in in the Philippines. But yeah, we're we're. We're just teaching people how to, it's going to take a while for people how to say it. But again, congrats on Inner Purpose, because I, I still don't think that's the best name that could ever have happened for this book. Oh, thank you. Through ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, really quick, um, Roslyn, our book and after the company is all about trying to lift other women, other Asian American or Asian women, to inspire them to live in their purpose. What is living in your purpose? What does it mean to you? And what would be the advice that you give to somebody who's seeking their purpose and wanting to move forward with uh, this out? So my boss, who was the president of, of Merup, that, that organization I met, I worked for before, networking organization, when we first met, she asked me, if money wasn't an issue, what would you be doing every day? You know, what would you wake up in the morning wanting to do because I, I was still like i don't know i want to play music i want to be a dj you know like i want to be a dancer and she's like she's no no what think about that so i thought it for for a while and i realized um everybody should ask themselves that question because that's what your purpose is that's what your mission is i think a lot of the time we attach it to a job or a career mm -hmm. but your purpose is like what you bring to the world that um that you wake up in the morning that you love to do you know marlino and i work like 15 to 12 hour days, but we, we, we love it. It's, it's part of us, it's our passion. That's when you know what your what your passion is. you know. And my purpose was always to help people connect the dots to one another, but also connect the paths to their, to their own journey um, and, and realize that, that you know where they are, um, it's always gonna take a first step to, to get there. Mm -hmm. you know, like, like I didn't realize, you know, starting in elementary school and then going to that audition and then them saying no pivoted me to do radio. Then I did this and then I met MySpace and then this like, until I look back. So I love helping people look back and see like, no, you're, it's okay. You might not be exactly where you thought you were gonna be, but just look back at the at your, your previous steps and then you'll know where you wanna go forward. And um, again, believe in yourself and what would you get paid to do or what do you wanna get paid to do that you love and that's really what your your passion is. So that's what I would suggest for people that are that are still figuring it out. And never feel that if you don't get the right job right away, if you don't choose the right major, if you don't get the right career, that you're like it's wrong. You know, everybody's going to find their own journey. Sometimes you have to get get do what you got to do to make money like i worked at the mall at the athletes mm -hmm. to invest into what you love and so i worked at the mall and then i invested in flyers for my radio show but that's just a part <laughs> of the journey and it's okay, you know so people don't get sad if they don't get that job that they wanted or that right career it's like you could still pursue it in any way you don't need it in any way and your purpose and your mission will always be there um my purpose changed um in 2016 when i went to the philippines for the first time at 36, I regret that I was so old when I went 
because I really was inspired. You know, after 20 years, I could only think of two artists that I worked with that were Filipino, and that was um, Apple, Black Eyed and Bruno Mars, maybe Illmind from New York. And then to go there with Apple, with the tourism board, and Joe Coy, Cassie, Leanne B, with executives from Netflix and YouTube and Google, and we're all kind of looking at each other like, wow, how, and seeing what Apple did, he built schools there. When he walks down, like, they closed the streets. We never experienced traffic because, like, they, the, the streets parts are like, what are we doing for ourselves? You know, I've always worked for black people, white people, Jewish people, but I've never really worked within my own community. Um, and that really gave me that new purpose. And I came back and I started volunteering and producing uh, Filipino festivals or LA Clippers Heritage Nights, Filipino Heritage Nights because of that, because I found myself and I found my real purpose. It's like, even if I die tomorrow, um, <laughs> who is doing this? <laughs> Like the eye in the sky. <laughs> now, I now I know how our guests feel on um, on when they do this. This is freaking and then see production. my head. It's crazy. But short, uh, long, short story long is that is that is that now what I was saying is that if I die tomorrow, um, I know that my mission and my purpose right now, specifically in this part of my life, was to help our talent, our culture, our events, have a platform, have a place, have, you know, take it to that next level, um, which has changed from what I launched. When I first started my career, I was all about hip hop and then music, but you know, that shifts because you start to realize well, what importance, you know, when I meet so many young Panais, you know, and there's Panais to coming up, there's Undiscovered, there's so many events coming up, um, yeah. being a part of this book and just like, getting to see younger girls, my nieces, or like even people in the audience and college students tell you what it means to them. And even if it's one person, it just, it means so much. And you feel like, wow, this, this is my, this is my purpose. My purpose wasn't to be a lawyer. My purpose wasn't to be a marketing strategist. No, my market, my, my purpose is to help as many people as I can. And so, yeah, that's what I would say for anybody still searching, you'll find it. <laughs> and then oh, somebody started here, the purpose of the maturity. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. And Kumu, you guys are amazing. Um, I'm sure uh, Jen, Rose, and Ross will see all your gifts later on as they scroll through the Kumu feed. But we appreciate you. And I'm sure that you, I mean, I'm in awe with what um, Ross just shared now because yeah. it's amazing how you are very transparent on how you made it. You know, you did say, yes, you have to eat. You have to provide for your needs, but you did it for a purpose. You did it for a passion, working at, you know, the shoe store to, to invest in flyers. Mm -hmm. For your passion is amazing not yeah. everybody will do that or think that way um but you just sharing your story is like yes all the young people you can pursue your dreams mm -hmm. but you also have to work hard for it <laughs> i used to say the opposite i used to be like do what you love you know get paid to do what you love and i would speak at these events and i was like well, how realistic is that you know who can wake up in the morning at 22 and like do what they love. No, sometimes you you gotta you gotta you gotta do some stuff to be able to invest in yeah. what you love, and then you don't feel bad. You don't feel bad yeah. if you're a doctor and you really want to be a singer. You know, like no, it's, at any time is, is is the right time. So yeah. 
it took time. It took a lot of failure to, to get to that point of realization. Yeah, mm -hmm. this is true. Can you guys share about this photo? <laughs> when was this? <laughs> that, that was the day that Rose and I did our first two interviews for the book. So mm -hmm. um, the first one was Joanna, which is Roz's cousin, who she introduced us to and connected us to, who we absolutely love. And we need to get her on here next. Um, and so she was our very first yeah. person. And then Roz was second because both of them were in the downtown LA area. So it just made sense logistically because LA traffic is a nightmare. But it's also the scariest for Rose and I because they were our first two interviews. We had never done this before. And we were like, damn, what if, what if they're mean or like <laughs> scary? You know, like we just didn't know what we were doing. But like, I mean, this is, this is Rose and I talking in the car, like, what are we going to ask them? You know, do you think they're going to be nice? <laughs> <laughs> but they ended up being, like, super nice, like, the yeah. nicest ever. And super yeah. forgiving and super down. And this is just as much as we were nervous. Like, Joanna was super nervous. She was like, would you like some wine? And we're like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. My, my cousin is so amazing. So if you guys haven't read her chapter yet, Joanna Alba of Alba Legacy. Um, is that a whole picture? Okay. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I yeah. can. <laughs> okay, we'll let it go. So anyways, yeah. um, so, so she started her company with inspiration for Magic Johnson and now dresses over a thousand athletes in the NBA, the NFL. Um, and baseball league. And so, yeah, a lot of people get intimidated by her, but when you meet her, she's so fun. And I'm, I'm so glad that was your first because we were, we were nervous as well. We're usually on the other side of the map, telling our story. It was an honor. I know. I was a little scared for her because, you know, like I'm a big Lakers fan and Magic Johnson fan. And for her to be the first one, I was like, man, I better not mess up. Like, but she just, I don't know. I like, I love her to death. And I'm so glad that, like, we have another cousin duo to be part of our family. She's awesome. We love you guys. It's all about, um, I think, what you want to claim in the universe. The universe, you know, respects you in that way, in that light, especially you. Everyone here, you know, is, is trying to just um, inspire others. You know, your work, your passion is all about somebody else, not even you, you know. So I think that's the reason why you were all able to align and connect and, you know, like you said, um, I think in our previous interviews, Jen, you're an arm, arm away from Magic Johnson. We are all an arm away from everyone, <laughs> you know? It's just a matter of there, just um, thinking positive and making sure that, you know, you're doing great things and you will be connected to great people. No, you're, you're, an, now. you're an arm away you're from the creative mom. like how amazing is she like i can't believe you introduced them it's like that yeah she inspires me the one from australia as well like the third bit you know richest person in the country like all these canines are so amazing uh -huh. yes yes yeah it was um, yeah it was amazing meeting all of these women that actually helped 
uh, come up with the idea of writing a book um, because they're so humble, you know, and they you don't find them on the internet. You don't see them anywhere or boasting about what they do and how they got there. And it's not even about boasting. It's, it's about being able to inspire others so that they can be and reach who they want to be, needs to be, you know, at, on this world or on this earth. So um, that's the plan. The plan is for you to live in your purpose so that you can be a resource to other people. And these women that we met, they're just so amazing. And I'm so glad that we're here to be able to tell their story and not just let it go away. And it's here to leave a legacy for them. And I'm so glad that Roslyn's in it. I'm so glad that Joanna's in it. And we're just going to keep writing more until we have a bunch of Asian women being able to tell their story and opening it. Yeah, there's so many amazing women to be in it. And Gina Mariko, who created Panaista in a couple of weeks, which is a it's a summit just for Panais. Like, when did that ever exist? Like, there's entrepreneurship, of course, in LA, but wow, like that these orgs exist, you know, it's, just, it's a good time. Yeah, it's a great time. And Gina is also in our book. Yeah. See, like all these amazing women doing great things in the world. So, and thank you guys, like, for always like saying yes and being down. Like, <laughs> Seriously. And guys, watch out for the next volume. <laughs> Jen and <laughs> are already manifesting that. <laughs> I already have yeah, some guys calling like, hey, like and Anthony presents, well, where's my chapter? <laughs> and Romeo always jokes around and says, I'm gonna make a book called In His Purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but we do have to give Romeo a shout out. Thank you, Romeo, for being a motivator to all of us, I think. You know? um, he did manifest to all of us. I mean, maybe separately. I know he, he does it to me all the time. Um, it's time. And it's I have time. to thank him for, for that um, daily reminder because he is amazing. And Jen, you're the lucky one to have that hype man 24-7. <laughs> Power couple, you. <laughs> it was so funny. I don't know if you saw his latest thing. So he was testing out real today, and I was on the I was on the Soul Cycle bike before, like to get my workout on. I was like, oh, he's not bothering me. Normally, he's like off, like trying to bother me on the side when I'm on my bike. And I was wondering, like, why? Where is he? He's. I know he's home. So. What is he doing? And then when I looked on 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 um, social media, and he was he was busy filming himself <laughs> this reel with like words on it. So you it, it, I don't know. He made that today, and so I was like, oh, that's why you were quiet. He's making real. Yeah, he's gonna have to teach us how to do that. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So after this, check it out on his reels. Romeo Marquez Jr. <laughs> there you go, guys. Another inspiring individual that will share um, amazing things. Um, but we do have to thank Ross for being with us today. You know, yeah. you have an amazing journey story that, uh, you know, everyone should uh, be inspired with. So maybe you can give um, more shout outs to people who are tuned in, family and friends, and where can they find you and your upcoming events? Sure, let's do some Kumu shout outs. So we have Mathalicious, uh, Jean1007, Clam1207, 
Um, so many people tuned in. Hello, Rhea, of course, one of my favorites from the Bay. Yeah, thank you for the gifts. They gave you your crown again. There's your crown. <laughs> um, no, but thank you guys, uh, you know, of course, for having us, for MMC Productions for producing this. Um, it's such an exciting time to continue. Um, anybody that's, you know, hump, like in, that is reluctant sometimes to share their stories, because I know we are, we don't always like doing this, but, it, you know, I, I feel that the more that we do it, we inspire the generations of to, to do so. Thank God for this, this new show every Friday. I'll be tuned in. Um, you know, supporting the Mixed platform wherever you can. We're on Twitch and we're on Kumu every single weekday as well. Um, just bringing the best and in, 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 in talent that we can. But you can find us anywhere on MYX Global, Mixed Global, not my ex Global, but <laughs> Global. And then I'm uh, Rosalind C. So my name right here, R-O-S-L-Y-N-N-C.com uh, or on social media. There's a Rosalind. And I DM her all the time because she has one follower as well, but I don't think she'll ever give me the name. I have it on Twitter, but everywhere else it's Rosalind C. Um, but oh, it's exactly just Rosalind? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I have Twitter on Rosalind, but every other platform I had to add the C just because, um, you know, there's another Rosalind. So uh, thank you guys. And thank you for putting the scroll with all the info on there. Yeah, of course. Yeah. We're putting the spotlight on you today. Um, and again, of course, Jen and Rose, you guys are amazing for creating the platform and being able to share these women's stories. Um, perhaps before we wrap up, you want to give your shout outs and invite everyone to the next show. And what is next for In Her Purpose? So for next week's show is actually one of Rose's um, artists. Tell us more about your artist. That's gonna be on next week. So, so she was actually on The Voice, and she was on John Legend's team on, on NBC. She had such an amazing story. She's 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 struggled with alopecia, but she's she's such a beautiful soul. She'll be able to tell you more about her journey. She'll be performing twice for us this month. Uh, first at her own mixtape special on Stage It uh, on the third, and then she'll be performing at Friendship Games with Kalohi Kai, uh, as well as J.R. Kino and Neiman, which is, uh, you know, presented by uh, Mix, Kumu, and Collective Hustle. So she, you're going to hear from her. And her story, when I watched it on TV with John Legend, I was crying, and you guys are going to be in happy tears next year. <laughs> I'm glad she's here. Very yeah, cool. so that's next week. Same time, 10 p.m., PST, Friday. Join us. And one o'clock in Manila for everyone um, watching in the Philippines. Salamat po for tuning in, all the community, everybody on Facebook, um, you know, all the friends and family. Alex Ritoro, that's another guy who has, um, I think, you know, claimed the, the connection and the networking. So we thank you also for reminding us on how we, these ladies, uh, we have been connected all these years and we didn't even know it. So it's all about timing and God's perfect time. Um, again, thank you for everyone tuned in. Um, thank you, Ross, for being here uh, yeah. with us on In Her Purpose show. So watch out, guys. We will also stream now every week on um, StreamYard through Facebook page of In Her Purpose. So don't forget to hit that share and like button. Right, Rose, maybe you, you yes. had a um, closing um, words of wisdom to share with everyone before <laughs> we say see ya. Yeah, so thank you everyone for tuning in and watching us. 
you know, doing our thing, trying to inspire and motivate everybody to, you know, live in their purpose. Rosalind, thank you for showing up and, and doing your thing and inspiring us. Um, and, you know, Mafe, thank you for hosting and making this even possible for us to, to be here. And um, that's, so get the book on Amazon.com. Um, in her purpose, 40 principles of Asian women redefining success on their own terms. You guys have a great, great night. Shout out to <laughs> all the Panais across the world, especially yes. in the Philippines. Yes. Yes. as well. So I live Woman Rise. It's our year, guys. Our you know, our lifetime. Keep going. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. yes. Okay, ladies. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye.